Live from the Robinson Auto Group Studios in the heart of the Ohio Valley, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Yeah, it's a good day for singing a song, and it's a good, good day for moving along. Yeah, it's a good day. How can anything go wrong? Good day from morning till night. Good morning, good friend, and welcome to the big gig. We're underway for a Wednesday. The swing and soiree continues until 9 o'clock this morning. We'll turn things over to the legislative watchdogs at that point. They'll have much to tell you about what's happening nationwide and statewide in the political world. Right now, uh, 34 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 31 at the Highlands, 27 in my backyard, and 35 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Again, this morning, not quite a scrape, but at least a good rub of the dew on the windshield this morning. I, however, did think this time to get my car turned on early, as opposed to what I did a few days ago where I forgot to do that, so... Uh, and once again, Bob, it, uh, at uh, temperatures, let's call it right around freezing, it's cold and you've got to have a jacket, but I just, I don't feel like it's freezing outside. Well, I, I guess maybe I'm starting a little bit earlier than you, Howard, but uh, it's it's just becoming a, a part of my morning routine. I get up a little er- earlier to uh, to start the car. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to go out there. I, I really, I guess I'm just lazy. I could go out there and scrape the windshield, but it's, you know, with that rag top uh, on the Jeep right now, uh, it's just cold. I don't want to be too cold. And look, and I, I, it, I don't guess I'm lazy. I know I'm lazy. And so I, you know, fortunately, I just hit the remote start button and it, it turns on. But as long as I remember to do that. And if it's warm in the house, I don't think about what it's like outside. But anyways, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's around freezing, 34, 31, 27, 35, depending on where you are up around the upper Ohio Valley. It is going to be another good day, sunny, a daytime high around 62 degrees, and we'll stay that way today. Pretty much the same thing for tomorrow. A lot of rain, lots of rain coming in on Friday, and we'll talk about that because that could impact the parade, I suppose. That's going to be an issue. Um, and then Saturday, Sunday, Monday, again, we get back to sunny skies and, and uh, good temperatures. Do anything exciting yesterday? I did good, not. It was a good day. It, and before anybody starts texting in, telling me and you that I'm breaking the law, I have a driveway. I have a, a garage. Oh. So <laughs> I'm not breaking the law by starting my vehicle and leaving it. That's right. I forgot about that. A couple of years ago, there was a big deal about that. People were saying, you know, that's against the law to turn your car on and leave it. I, I think we decided, we by meaning, I think it was decided that if you are on your own property... The, the the policy is set so you don't go into a shopping center parking lot and then turn your car in and make it easy for someone to, to steal. So you're okay, pal. Yeah, I'm okay. You're and, clean. Uh, you're- I'm, I'm, I'm 61. I'm not going to go out there and uh, not get warm till I go through the tunnels, Howard. Those days are over. <laughs> what do we got today? Uh, coming up, it sounds like kids on a playground, but it was in the U.S. Senate and in the hallways of the House that there were some physical confrontations we'll talk about this week. Wheeling's vice mayor made his interest in the top job official last night. Chad Thalman coming in later on to talk about what he sees for the friendly city's next four years. The Fantasy and Lights Parade in Wheeling takes a whole new route this Friday. We'll take a look at the traffic and parking suggestions for you. It will be very different than what you've been used to if you've been to the parades in downtown Wheeling. So I want to make sure that you're aware of all that. And, of course, uh, the parade's going to be in the southern part of the town, center wheeling going south, because Seinfeld is going to be in the northern part of the town, 
uh, at the Capitol Theater. It's going to be a busy night in Wheeling, that's for sure. Yeah, and there's still barrels everywhere, and they're inching their way uh, down Main Street on the left-hand side, uh, the uh, opposite side of, of the uh, the street, uh, right where we're at. And I was kind of wondering when I came down uh, this morning, Howard, but they haven't made it uh, down to either one of our entrances or our exits. Yeah, we don't have any giant. See, I, I think they'll make an effort to give us an entrance and an exit, but there, there are up and down the street. There are a lot of giant, not holes. What do you want to call them? They're, they've dug dig big pits there, you know, to well, put things in. Tommy is going to be everything because okay, they're going to dig dig a hole, like you said, coming down the hill. Big hole. And if they cut that hole where you, where both the exit and the entrance, that that hole affects it. Then, then I don't know what we're going to do. I know what you're going to do, but I don't know what Bob's going to do. I would say then we just stay home. <laughs> when you can't get to work, you get... well, you know what it is? We'll learn what it's like to be the Vagabond Kitchen or Tito's Sloppy Dogs or the Bridge Cafe or some of the other places that for a while have been just completely shut off. I was looking at the Bridge Tavern uh, this morning, yesterday morning, actually, um, They've done all this renovation work, and it's, they've got it really nice. And inside, it's just gorgeous. I haven't been in there. I've just seen some pictures of it. Uh, they had a big uh, grand reopening last weekend. Roger Horde and the group were playing. Got great, big, beautiful glass windows, a great mural outside the inside. And yet they still are completely surrounded by, not just by barrels, but by wooden barricades. And I just wonder how how uh, good the communication is, saying, okay, we'll be done with this block, because I th I'm like you, I thought, man, okay, th th that's going to be open up for those folks, because uh, I don't know them, but man, I'm pulling for them. I mean, that's that's awesome to come in there and, and change things, just like you described, Howard, but uh, I'm just wondering about the communication. I mean, do they understand, okay, you have uh, one way in here and another way, if, if, if both of those have a hole in front of them, <laughs> That might be a problem, Howard. It, exactly. And it's, uh, anyways, uh, I, and I worry a little bit because Seinfeld will probably bring, and the parade might too, but the parade will be in the center wheeling area. It may not be as big a problem because people might come in down the southern way. I, Seinfeld will bring a lot of people out of town in, I would think. And I don't who know, aren't familiar with that roadway. And I don't know if you'll agree with this. And, and Mr. Heron, I know you're listening at home. Good morning, Bob. Uh, this is just my observation. It just seems to me somebody, I don't know if it's the state or the city, has working with the capital more so than, than any other business, I think, that's affected by this. The barrels move, and then they go back after that performance or whatever. Maybe that's just the way it has to be, but it, it looks to me like they, they're, they're trying their best with the Capitol, Howard. The barrels in front of the Capitol, if I remember correctly, they're, they're there to sort of guide traffic, but at least right now, there is nothing, there's no work actually in front of the Capitol. You know, there are no holes being dug in the ground. So, like, you can, the last show we went to, which is that Beatles group, you can pull up. They've got the barrels That's important, moving up. the drop-off. You can pull up and drop off. And, I mean, for many of the shows at the Capitol, it's, it's, uh, you see people, both families and Ubers and everybody else picking up and dropping off. If they get to the point at some point where they end up having a, 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 a hole in the ground, well, then we've got, <laughs> then we've got a, a whole different, uh, different thing to deal with. But I, I, think, I just think I worry a little bit about the out-of-towners coming in tonight. You just navigating that upper part of town is a, just a little bit difficult, and it's not just because there are barrels, but the barrels are in weird places. You notice that, like they're they're, they're all just you coming down the street, you're in a straight lane, and suddenly there's a barrel in front of you. 
our friend Gene from Martin's Ferry, who's been driving, like he explained to us and the cop that pulled him over, he's been driving <laughs> these streets of Wheeling for a long, long time. But it is confusing. The barrel here, what's that barrel? There was what, last week, Harold, uh, Harold uh, Howard? Oh, here I go. <laughs> there you go. You know, because you had ba- basically two lanes. If, if you weren't careful coming in out of our parking lot, you pulled right into a, like a discarded lane where now you can't get out of that because you're surrounded by barrels. And I did that one time. The, the first time that we had that set up outside <laughs> our place, I pulled up and I now just, what I, do? I wisely made my left-hand turn into the lane like I always do. And I realized I'm trapped because the lane is actually in the far lane. Anyway, enough of the traffic talk. Uh, 717 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Last night, it was uh, Wheeling Vice Mayor Chad Thalman's turn to announce that he's going to run for mayor. We've known this for some time. He hasn't officially announced it. He and I have joked about it multiple times here on the show. I ask him, All right, Chad, when are you announcing? Uh, I will be deciding that later. Well, we everybody's known he's going to run, and he asked it last night. He talked about that. He says, look, orange barrels are inconvenient, but they're a sign of growth and progress. So he was using that, uh, which I believe to be true. The streetscape is part of the positive things that have been done here. Got an answer to a question that I was wondering about. I think I even asked it out loud here on the show yesterday, Bob. And I meant to go to Thalman's announcement last night. I did not. And I feel bad because that was I intended to to show up there. But I got an answer to a question that I asked, I think, here on the air yesterday, which was, what's Mayor Elliott going to do about this? Where's Mayor Elliott going to come down on the side of uh, the mayor's race? Right now, you've got, of course, Denny Magruder, who is, if you want to call him an outsider, and by that I mean he's not part of current council. Uh, You've got Rosemary Ketchum, who is a member of current council and came in with the mayor on part of that ticket they all came in on. And then uh, you've got Chad Thalman. And I wondered how the mayor would handle it. Well, I, we learned that last night, Bob. Okay, and he threw his hat in a ring? On the, on the side of Chad Thalman. Chad Thalman. According to the Eric Ayer story in the paper this morning, it was a who's who of local dignitaries, community leaders, local business owners, and a bipartisan representation of local and state officials who were on hand last night for Thalman's campaign launch. So it was a... Pretty big deal. Just hanging out or showing their support. I'm going to vote for this guy. I am supporting this guy. Well, I don't know. There's probably a distinction between showing your support and voting for him, but they were there at his announcement. Uh, If you you don't like him or don't want to support him, you probably don't show up. And among those who not just showed up but offered comments were Mayor Elliott. Mayor Elliott introduced Chad Thalman last night, quoting from the Morning Intel today. No other candidate currently running for mayor. No other candidate currently running for mayor or who plans to run for mayor can take credit for more of what's going on in the last seven and a half years here in the city of Wheeling than Chad Thalman, period. That's the word of current mayor, Elliot. The past two city councils have put the Wheeling on a trajectory that people across the state are really noticing. I hear this from mayors all over the place. You guys are killing it in Wheeling, they tell me. Chad's been a big piece of that. Don't let anybody suggest he has not been. His fingerprints are on every project that we have done. So clearly the mayor has uh, chosen a horse to ride on. Yeah, we know. We now know. Uh, which uh, is uh, interesting to me. I truly thought the mayor, I really thought he might be a little less... I thought it might be more circumspect about it. Well, that's my question for you. You've been around a long time. Uh, your memory where you had this, a, a, a mayor's going out, you had uh, two current council people going to run for that uh, spot. 
do they normally do this or do they say, you know what, I'm going to stay out of this? You know, I was in council with both these people and well, I'm, uh, I'm not going to pick sides. here. I'm trying to remember, and maybe you can help me. I'm trying to remember when we had um, another council person running along with the mayor uh, for the mayor's race, uh, Vice Mayor. Uh, I mean, last the last the the last council, Andy McKenzie, who was the mayor, uh, clearly was supporting his vice mayor, uh, Gene Fahey. But I don't think help me, Bob. I don't think any other council members were running in that race. Uh, Fahey was running for mayor, and then I, I don't think any of the other council members are running. I might be wrong, and if I am, please correct me on the Frio Stack Ox Service text line, 304-214-1600. Um, I just, I, I know that the mayor and the vice mayor have a, have a good relation. They, 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 where they go, they go together, you know. They do the radio show here together. Well, they won't do it anymore. <laughs> won't be on today uh, because now that Chad's officially announced he's not going to be part of the radio show. But, you know, they do everything together, and I knew that, and I expected him to – I expected him probably to vote for Chad. I just wasn't expecting him to stand up and be as aggressive about supporting him right there on day number one. Well, Howard, you probably saw me uh, talking off the air on the phone. You get this every day. Uh, I got this uh, just uh, about 30 seconds ago. Secret information? It's part of the grand plan, Howard. Don't you see? It's part of the grand plan. You didn't hear from Abe. It wasn't Abe, was it? I don't it? think it was Abe. He did identify himself. There, I got. I, see, Abe, there's one thing that Abe keeps saying is going to happen, and I will not talk about it on the air because it's not going to happen. Abe is making it up. He's living in derangement land someplace. Um, but he did text first thing this morning, as he does every morning. Good morning, Mr. Monroe. A simple fact, a vote for Thalman is, and then he goes on to talk about something that's, that's not going to happen. Nobody's talking about it. Nobody's, it's not going to happen, and I'm not going to share it with you. But, um, but he does continue, joy, rapture, let the campaign begin. It is going to be an interesting campaign. It is going to, notice something else the mayor said in this quote that I read for you. Um, no other candidate currently running for mayor. Now, that would include Denny Magruder and Rosemary Ketchum. No other candidate currently running for mayor or who plans to run for mayor. That kind of says to me that, the, that Mayor Elliott may have may know some things that we don't know about other people coming in. That's my f first thought also, Howard. Yeah, he, know, he knows a little bit more than you and I right now. Yeah. Uh, I said yesterday, I anticipate a couple more. I don't have any names. I, I don't have any particular people in mind. I feel like you will, we will see a business person of some kind presenting a different point of view, stepping up, and probably one of the perennial runners that it doesn't really intend to win but likes to get into the game and make some noise. I, I expect that to happen. I don't know. I have not talked to anybody who says that, but I kind of kind of expect that. Um, but it is uh, th the race has been on. It's been on officially since uh, Denny Magruder announced a couple months ago and clearly uh, ramped up about a month ago when Rosemary Ketchum said she was running. And now we have uh, uh, we have um, Chad Thalman in the race, and we'll talk to Chad coming up in the next hour of the show. Um, looking at the literature he sent out, which I got last week, looking at the way the campaign announcement was set up last night, this is a bit more of a can I use the word professional? Is that the right word? It, there's some organization behind this. You know, Rosemary is more of a grassroots kind of person. She just sort of stood up at, in the center wheeling area and said, I'm running. And she had some signs and stuff. But I think that uh, uh, I think that Thalman's campaign last night was more of a 
professionally run campaign. Well, let me ask you this again, Howard. You and I, we work together. We're friends. We're tight. You and I, uh, we ride to work occasionally. Uh, Not again, in that Jeep anymore. No, you didn't. <laughs> uh, we're, we're close, you and I. Yeah. Uh, we, we occasionally fight, but that just shows you how, how close we are. But if you and I, if you decide to run for mayor and I decide to run for mayor, wouldn't that kind of create some kind of wedge between us? Even if we said there was not one, you're my opponent now. I mean, I'd be going to the boss and saying, I got, I got to get somebody I else. I can't in work there. with that guy. I don't know how I've done it all this long. I, got Jesus some, somebody, I, got, I need somebody else in that room. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> I mean, you see what I'm saying? I do. I, I absolutely do. We are entering now an interesting phase of council. Between now and the end of the current council term in the spring, we now have two key members of council essentially pitted against each other. And the mayor having taken sides for one of his own council members. So it's going to be, it, it, there's going to be a different dynamic. Council meetings will take on a different dynamic from now on. You said there was a lot of dignitaries there last night. I would say most of the Wheeling Council was there. Was Ms. Ketchum there? According to the Morning Intel, Eric Ayer's story, um, darn, I wish I had gone. I intended to go. I'm really frustrated with my own self for not going. Five of the six council members were there. Okay. Didn't say whom, but. Want to go out on a limb here with I, me? Yeah, I'm going, to, I'm, going to take, I'm going to take a wild bet. I'll probably, uh, you know, I might go to the casino on this one because I take a wild bet that number five was probably Rosemary Ketchum, who was not there. Maybe I'm wrong. And by the way, if I am wrong, Rosemary, if you're listening, or I ask Chad when he comes in, you know, who was not there. Um, but you get the five council members there. I'm wildly guessing now. All it simply said was, what did I tell you how they phrase it? Um, local dignitaries, community leaders, local business owners, and a bipartisan representation of local and state officials. That tells me probably uh, Flew Hardy was there, uh, maybe other uh, state reps, state senators, um, uh, probably the county commissioners making a guess, wildly guessing, but making a guess that those folks were there. Local dignitaries, community leaders, local business owners, and a bipartisan representation of local and state officials. Now, as you pointed out at the beginning of this segment, Bob, that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be carrying signs for him around town, or even, I guess, they're going to vote for him. But you certainly saw a lot more support, is that the way to put, put it, than we saw with Ms. Ketchum. Well, or anything, because Denny didn't have an announcement, I don't think. Well, Denny, I'll, I'll use you as an example. You said you came this close to going. That doesn't mean you're going to vote for him, but you would have went to the, as would, a reporter, maybe, right, as a I talk show host. As, a, as a, uh, a reporter, yeah, exactly. But, um, but um, And I, I, I've said this before, I do not yet know who I personally am going to support or personally am going to... Uh, um, I don't know. If, I don't know if I endorse anybody. I don't do that a lot. Sometimes I do if I have a strong feeling. I don't know who I'm going to vote for right now. I mean, the three candidates. I'll be honest. I see value in all three of them. There, there are none of the three that I could not vote for. The question now is, which one would I vote for? Danny Magruder, Rosemary Ketchum, Chad Thalman. Kind of leaning one way, but I don't want to say that just yet. I still want to see who the other. Uh, contenders are. Frio Stack auction service text line if you want to use it, 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600. Howard, you're afraid? To s yes, I'm not saying this, Abe. I don't know how I can get it through. It is not going to happen. Nobody's talking about it. There's no speculation of it. it, it you're, you're making this up in your mind. No, I'm not going to ask anybody about it. No, I'm not afraid to say it. I don't want to lie to the public. Yeah, I mean, I know what you want to say, too. I'm not going to say it either, Abe. I mean, it's, I'm just not going to. No, absolutely not. So 
please, Abe, continue to send your texts in. You, you, you entertain me. I mean, it's sincerely, sincerely. Uh, and even I'm, I mean that, I mean in a good way. But I'm not the thing you're talking about. No, I'm just plain not going to do it. All right. It's oh, what time is it? Seven thirty already? I've got seven twenty-nine. Huh? Let's do a seven twenty-nine break. Hi, Toppy Kirchival from Talkline on Metro News. We've talked a lot the last few shows about Joe Manchin's decision not to run for re-election and to contemplate a possible run for president as an independent. We share common values of family, freedom, democracy, dignity, and a belief that together we can overcome any challenge. We need to take back America and not let this divisive hatred further pull us apart. Talkline, weekdays at 10.06 on this Metro News radio station. My name is Mike Campsey. I am an interventional cardiologist and the chief of cardiology at Wheeling Hospital. I think the value of HVI in this region is tremendous. We offer such a wide spectrum of services from prevention to intervention. We're going to get the patient in as quickly as possible. That's the most tremendous benefit to the patients in this region is we, we're here 24-7. We're available to see somebody. Are you or your loved ones facing a serious legal battle? The Law Office of Paul Harris wants you to know you aren't alone. Do you need someone that's not afraid to go to trial and fight for your rights? Attorney Paul Harris and his team are willing to go where most firms are not. The courtroom. With a successful track record in civil litigation, criminal defense, including tax issues and health care fraud, Harris Law Office will fight for their clients by offering the most aggressive representation in and out of court. Call Paul Harris at Harris Law Office for a free consultation. 304-232-5300. Oh, there's something so real about living local. Nights get cooler. Trees shed their leaves. It's autumn in the Ohio Valley. Seasons may change, but you can always count on your morning news and information, plus good conversation right here. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe on the Watchdog Radio Network. Seven thirty-two, twenty-eight to the hour, thirty-four degrees. Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, thirty-one at the Highlands, twenty-seven at my home studios in Elm Grove, and thirty-five degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling, in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Sunny, a high of sixty-two or so today, so it's going to be a uh, pretty good day today. Uh, we'll continue talking about uh, the race for mayor in the city of Wheeling coming up next hour. Chad Thalman is going to join us. He officially announced last night, and uh, we'll uh, talk to him about a couple of things. Well, a lot of things. Uh, when he joins us here this morning. Bob, as you pointed out, you and I have been friends for a long time. And we've seen the ups and the downs of each other from time to time, right? We know each other pretty well, Howard. I have seen you on occasion. Where are we going, Howard? Get a little... Um, yeah, you and half a wheel. Yeah, A okay. little distressed. All right. A little distressed. <laughs> okay. I have seen you more than once basically say in one form or another, put up your dukes, put up your dukes, right? I've seen you... Throw down, as they say, right? I think there's a, I think there's some time a man just has to say that, Howard. Well, 
And the scary thing, by the way, speaking of one who every once in a while does, looks at me and I'm thinking, oh, man, is it my turn. Um, it happened on Capitol Hill twice this week, twice this week, physical confrontations. A U.S. senator <laughs> challenged the president of the Teamsters on the floor to, 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 to put up his dukes. To go out and rumble. Bernie Sanders, old, poor, old Bernie Sanders had to say, now stop that, stop that. Sit down, sit down. You're a senator. You can't do that. Has he, have he, has he ever sounded more like a grandfather oh, than he, that? That's exactly what you would see. Like at a Thanksgiving dinner gone wrong, right? I'm not going to tell you boys again. <laughs> that's right. I'm not going <laughs> to. So, listen, I want you to hear it. We're going to play the clip a little bit later on. The scary thing is that's not the only childhood playground-type brawl that occurred. Kevin McCarthy supposedly punched someone in the kidneys. We'll talk about that all coming up a little bit later on. And um, I don't know, Bob, you've seen it just quick. Do you think the guy was justified in standing up and saying? No, I thought he was grandstanding. Okay. You know, because he's got a lot of people. Be now, was he jacked at that guy? Did, yeah. But I thought it was mostly grandstanding myself. It's, look, it, like anything else, time and place, time and place. You know where the guy is. Go knock on his door if you want to talk. It was He knew all the cameras and everybody. Poor Bernie about it, you know, gave him a heart attack. <laughs> and in the end, in the end, after the little bit that we'll see, in the end, the guy says, why don't we go outside and have a cage fight? U.S. Senators! Where was Joe Manchin when you need him to try and mollify things and get them working together, right? Now you say, look, I'm going to be at the Dubliner. <laughs> I suggest you come up there. We'll either go out back or we'll go somewhere. We'll take care of this, just you and I. We don't need cameras. We don't need Bernie screaming at us, for God's sakes. We'll have the, we'll have the, I want you to hear it because many of you probably have seen it already, but if you haven't, I want you to hear it. We'll play it for you next hour here on the show. It's 735, 25 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, time for Ohio Valley headlines, and Taylor Long is working this morning. Good Wednesday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this November the 15th. Hundreds came out to mourn the lives lost following the horrific bus crash in Ohio on I-70 that involved local high school students. Six people have died and 18 others were injured. The Tuscarawas Valley High School community came out in huge numbers just hours ago to honor the fallen and share their grief. There were six candles lit representing the six sons, daughters, parents, friends and family members that were taken all too soon from the fatal crash that happened Tuesday morning. Licking County Emergency Management Agency Director Sean Grady says the bus was transporting students from Tuscarawas Valley High School and there were a total of 57 people on board. Grady confirmed that three of those killed in the crash were from a vehicle following the bus. There were five cars involved in the crash, including a semi and the bus, according to officials. In other news, a group of Brook County Sheriff's Department deputies are suing the Brook County Commission over pay issues, retaliation and discrimination. The 17 deputies filed their complaint Tuesday in Brook County Circuit Court. They list multiple issues in their complaint, including not receiving COVID pay during the pandemic when other county workers reportedly received it not receiving hourly pay increases during the pandemic and working around the clock and taking on extra duties such as courthouse security. You can read the full complaint at WTRF.com.
And Weirton's annual Christmas on Main Street event presented by the Weirton Festival Committee is this weekend. Everyone can come out on Saturday, November 18th from 1 to 7 to ring in the start of the holiday. There will be more than 50 craft and food vendors in front of the Millsop Community Center, as well as indoor and outdoor activities. That was a look at your headlines. Have a wonderful Wednesday. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Life is full of uncertainties, but with Front Apple and Burka Insurance, you can be prepared for whatever comes your way. We work with multiple top-rated insurance providers, ensuring you get the best coverage at the best price. Auto, home, life, health, or business, you name it, we've got you covered. Front Apple and Burka Insurance is committed to protecting what matters most to you so you can have the peace of mind. We are proud to serve Marshall County and the entire Ohio Valley. Front Apple and Burka Insurance, your trusted insurance partner. Find us online at www.myfbins.com. Mornings are darker. Leaves turn brighter. Nights are cooler. Enjoy your fall season with us every weekday. Here on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. What if your bank offered new checking and savings accounts with a very low balance required, online bill pay, and debit cards issued right away? I would like that. What if that bank had extended hours every business day and were open on Saturdays and most holidays? That's incredible. And if all their accounts had low fees or no fees? That's money in the bank. The right bank. Open your checking and savings account at Main Street Bank. You deserve a bank this good. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Looking to buy or sell a home? For a reliable, experienced agent that has been serving the Tri-State area for over 30 years, contact Denise Pavlik, Realtor Salesperson with Paul Associates in the Glendale Marshall County office at 304-281-5250. He has his say. You can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Between the two of us, surely we can help. We can help. Whatever your problems are, we can, uh, we can help them. 7.40, 20 till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. A Frio Stack auction service text line. Bob, apparently there is an Abe imposter. Hmm. I read to you earlier, said, Howard, apparently you're afraid to say. And then he said what Abe has told me. Uh, and I said that was from Abe. And apparently not so, because the real Abe sent me a text, follow-up text. This is to tell the truth. Will the, will the, real, <laughs> will the real Abe, Abe please, stand, please stand up? up? Yeah. 
Uh, Mr. Monroe, Abe did not send you a text saying you're afraid to read his notes. That's an imposter at work. So we've got an Abe imposter out there now. Oh, my. Let me see one more here off the Frio Stack auction service text line. Um, it's if Abe says so. I don't know. I can't, the, the grammar isn't quite right. I'm not criticizing. I'm sure they just, they just typed it wrong. I can't quite understand what they're trying to say. More people might be talking about that than you think. Maybe not everyone, but it's out there. It's being talked about. Well, you know, they're talking about um, Loch Ness Monster, too, but it doesn't mean that it's real, okay? But if Abe, if this would happen, I will be the first to say, man, Abe called this a long time ago. And I will, if you are the first, I will be the second. But believe me, if, if, if this happens, which it won't. But if it happens, I, too, will be right there saying, man, oh, man, Abe called it, and I absolutely thought it was a nut thing, and it's right. But now i got to be, so now i got an Abe and an Abe imposter at work here on my Frio Stack Ox Service text line. Ah, oh, well, all right. I know who's not an imposter. You know who's not an imposter? Adam Fike. Adam Fike. He's the real deal from WTRF-TV's Morning Meteorologist. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, Howard. How are you? I'm good. You are the real deal. You're the real Adam, right? No imposter here. Well, I hope I'm real. <laughs> I hope I'm not a robot. <laughs> uh, another nice day yesterday. Another nice day again today. Cool morning once again, but another nice day, right? I think today's one of those confusing Ohio Valley days where you get a little bit of each season in the day. You start off the morning in the winter. We're in the 20s and 30s with frost. By the time we get to the afternoon, we're going to be in the mid-60s, sunny. It's going to feel like spring. So, yep. Starts appropriately this morning. Might need a coat as you step out the door, but won't need it come the afternoon. And it was that way yesterday and the day before, and it's going to be that way for uh, tomorrow as well. So we get a couple more days of cool mornings, pleasant uh, afternoons. I mean, really pleasant afternoons, nice sunny and, and warm afternoons. I think things will take a little turn for the, uh, if not the worst, for the rain, at least, on Friday, right? Yeah, so we see rain moving Friday. Right now, it's looking like a lot of that's going to be that lunch to dinner time time frame. So might see a stray shower in the morning. Could see a few spotty showers come to parade Friday night. But all that's out by midnight to come Saturday, Sunday. We're back to sunshine. Now, um, what's the? T you said lunch to dinner time. What's the likelihood the rain will be a huge impact for the parade? Parade starts, I think, at 6, 6, I think 6, 6.30, something like that. Uh, are we looking for any, is it, is it going to be raining during parade time, the best of your guess? By that point, we could be, I would say, expect steady showers. I don't think anything that's going to be too heavy or too moderate, it's going to be a steady to light shower trying to lighten up. Okay. So if you're going to the parade on Friday night, uh, umbrella would be a pretty good thing. Oh, for sure. For you sure. know what? It's a positive from last year because last year it was cold, so at least you won't be freezing yourself. You might be damp. At least you're not going to be freezing. Yeah, t temperatures will be uh, what in the evening? Again, early evening. We'll still be in, I'm, I'm making a guess, you tell me, 40-ish maybe? We'll be 50. We'll okay. be that 50. Low 50s, upper 40s by that point. Okay. Again, uh, umbrella, maybe a light jacket for later in the evening if you're going to hang around and, you know, do something afterwards. But um, take an umbrella because, unfortunately, it is going to rain. Um, 
But uh, it's going to be uh, it's a parade night in Wheeling. It'll be whatever the I can remember Christmas parades. Bob, you probably can too. In I mean, below freezing temperatures. I mean, sub-zero temperatures with wind blowing like crazy. And I remember him being uh, Saturday Saturday afternoon, right? Well, the, yes, the Fantasy and Lice Parade she started in uh, late 80s, maybe? It used to be an afternoon parade, correct. And then I had somebody on Facebook this week said, since they had to change the route, why don't they go out National Road? Why don't they have it go from Wheeling Park to Washington Avenue? Which, I, you know, I, I don't know that that's logistically the best uh, approach for it. I think people would prefer to come downtown and gather to see it, but um, everybody's got different ideas in mind. I'll be curious to see next year whether they continue the center wheeling route, if they can go back to downtown. A lot of depend, I guess, on what the streetscape's done. Yeah, I think it's. I think it'll go back to the original route. But uh, what do I know? I, I, I like the. I like the idea of the center down, uh, downtown because we talked this before. Some of the businesses will be open. You can get get yourself coffee or hot chocolate or a Tito's dog or something. And wasn't that the the vision of the Fantasy and Lights that businesses would stay open? It would it would create that kind of environment, but it, it never did catch on, did it? Well, let's keep in mind two things occurred. Number one, you're right, it didn't catch on. Number two, uh, the businesses that were here back when that first started, kind of gone. You know, there actually were downtown businesses <laughs> when the parade first started. Not so much now. All right. Anyways, after Friday, we're back to good weather, right, Adam? Yep, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, we're good weather. Then, unfortunately, come Tuesday, we're going to be back to rain. And then we're going to be sort of stuck in that wet and gloomy pattern through Thanksgiving, mm. Black Friday, that weekend. doesn't mean that every single day is going to see rain, but we could start to see a more active pattern for the end of November. Is um, Are you going to go to the parade? That was my question. Are you going to go to the parade? Unfortunately, I'm not going to go this year. My dad's birthday is on Friday. Oh, well, okay. So I want to go up and celebrate his birthday Friday evening with him and my mom. Okay, well, that's cool. Well, you know what? You could watch it on WTRF TV. I was just about to say that's what we did last year because we celebrated my dad's birthday a day late. So we watched it on the TV in the living room and had the fireplace going. We, we have not been to the parade. Bob, have you ever been to the Christmas parade for a long time? It's been uh, a long time. Yeah, a long time. We, I have not been down to see the parade for a long time. We generally watch it on WTRF-TV. Uh, this Friday, my son and daughter-in-law are going to Seinfeld. They'll be up north, which means that we'll be watching Teddy. I asked him if he wanted to go to the Christmas parade, and he said no. But I think that we'll get some popcorn and hot chocolate and watch it as a, a pretend like we're on the streets. He's being uh, humble, Adam, or maybe he just forgot. Uh, weren't you like the Grand Master B a couple years ago or something I, like that? I was I was the Grand Marshal of the parade. Yes, indeed. A couple years ago, I was Grand Marshal of the parade. Absolutely right. It was kind of fun, too. It was amazing. People actually waved at me. So were you being humble, did, no, or did this, you just forget is, about it? This is it, a Howard. wave, Bob. This is a wave, right? When they just set one finger. That's a wave, right? Yeah. See, you, a lot of that. You're number one, Howard. Yeah, exactly. I got a lot of that. <laughs> anyway. All right, Adam. I'm sorry. We're goofing around too much, and I know you got real work to do. So thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you for the forecast. Um, again, the key thing for people to keep in mind, good weather, really, except for Friday this week. You will need to take an umbrella and probably a light jacket with you to the Christmas parade. But don't let the weather interfere with having fun. Santa will be coming. The parades, the bands will be playing, and uh, life will be good. So go to the parades and enjoy them. Adam, you and I shall talk again tomorrow. What do you think? Oh, why not? Might as well. All right. And tell your dad happy birthday, too. I will. Talk to you tomorrow. All righty.
748, it does until the hour here. It is the Watchdog Morning Show. 34, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 31 at the Highlands. 27 in Elm Grove. And 35 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Mr. Slider has some sports info for you coming up. Chad Thalman's going to join us in the next hour of the show. Also next hour, I want you to hear some of that, uh, <laughs> some of the little uh, dust up on uh, Capitol Hill yesterday. Uh, I'm telling you, you've seen the video, Bob. It came this close to being an actual fight. I mean, it came this close to being a real fist fight. Well, I mean, they got guards in there, don't they, Howard? I mean, somebody would have well, they Bernie, surely they got need, behind. They didn't need a guard. They had Bernie Sanders. Oh, yeah, he did a great – well, he, he kept them from getting rowdy, I guess. <laughs> he did. But, uh, I mean, I, I really – when that guy – look, it isn't – he wasn't the, 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 uh, uh, the senator, uh, Mullins. He wasn't talking with, um, you know, the head of the uh, – um, anti-smoking brigade or something. I'm trying to think of something that's, that's not too... This is, the, this is the president of Teamsters Union. I never thought about that angle, Howard. You got something here. This is the president of Teamsters Union. You know, if there's anybody who's might likely to take you up on the offer, and if you saw... The, look, He looked like he could do it. He was a big guy. I forget that he was the the Teamster guy. Teamsters, you know, it's like, okay, you want to go? Let's go. You'll hear that coming up next hour. Right now, you'll hear some commercials. Is your business protected from cyber threats? In today's world, it's more important than ever to have a cybersecurity plan in place. But with so many different solutions out there, it can be hard to know where to start. That's where Omni Strategic Technologies comes in. We're a technology support firm with a strong focus on cybersecurity. We have a team of local experts who can help you assess your risks, develop a plan, and implement the right tools to serve and protect your business. If you want to get serious about cybersecurity, choose Omni Strategic Technologies for the peace of mind knowing that your business is protected and prepared. Need a new suit? Looking for a good book? Searching for a unique gift? The Ohio Valley's premier shopping choice is the Highlands. Find jewelry, hot new tech, arts and crafts, over two dozen stores to visit. From Walmart and Target to Cabela's, Menards, Kohl's and Old Navy. Plan a day out of shopping, dining and entertainment at the Highlands. At the top of the hill off I-70. See it all online at hitthehighlands.com. Tune in Mondays at noon for all your local high school sports news from the number one sports editor in the Ohio Valley, The Seth Stasky Show, sponsored by Gumby's, only on The Watchdog. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. The Morning Show team is gathered and ready. Taylor Long has Ohio Valley headlines. Adam Fike has the detailed forecast. And Bob Slider and Tony Caridi have sports. Plus commentary, rants, and interviews with Howard Monroe. This is the Watchdog Morning Show on the Watchdog, Watchdog Radio, Radio Network. the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. We're roaming right around, freezing, a little above, a little below, depending on where you are here in the Ohio Valley. You have, it looked, looked to me like you were 
scanning the screen there. And uh, were you watching something? What's going I was. On? Uh, you caught me. Uh, I was watching CBS News. Uh, Nora O'Donnell. Guess who she was talking to? Um, Joe Manchin. Yes, she was. <laughs> so I think there is more to it uh, than uh, I think he is really seriously testing the waters, Howard. I mean, why else would he be on CBS News? When, when did he announce? That was, what, last week or was it Monday? Yeah, it's been less than a week. Okay. I mean, but that happens all the time where, where, where you know, senators, congressmen, uh, presidents say, you know what, I'm done. I'm not going to run for reelection. Oh. But there's a more of a story. But here. he's going to make a national tour. Well, listen, I will tell you that we will be able to ask him uh, next week. Uh, the Mansion office got in touch with me yesterday and said, Joe would like to come on this show right here, the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe and Bob Slider. Uh, so uh, Senator Manchin is with us again next Monday. Nora O'Donnell, Howard Monroe, and Bob Slider. I like the way that sounds. I'm telling you, we are, we're up there in the big leagues this time. You know, the la after he made his announcement, he was supposed to be off Hoppy, and he, and he dissed Hoppy. He, he bagged out. But he's going to do this. I'll bet he does hoppy before me because everybody does hoppy before me. But anyways, Senator Manchin here, and I'll be honest with you, I was surprised. I really thought, and I know the senator was here last time, Bobby said, you know, well, Howard, you tell me anytime you want me, I'll come on. But I figured after he made his announcement and stuff that it, you know, it might be the last time we talked to him. But no, they want him to come on. So Manchin with us on Monday here on the Watchdog Morning Show. It's 6 till the hour right now, and that means it's time for Slider on Sports. Last night from Columbus, Ohio, Sidney Crosby had a hat trick and an assist, leading the Pittsburgh Penguins to a 5-3 to win over the Columbus Blue Jackets. The Penguins' captain has 14 points, 7 goals, 7 assists during a 9-game point streak. Eric Carlson and Jake Gensel each had a goal and an assist. Tristan Jari made 27 saves. Pittsburgh has now won five in a row. Next up for Pittsburgh, they host the New Jersey Devils tomorrow night. Puck drops at 7.05. The West Virginia men's basketball team won their second game of the season last night, beating Jacksonville State 70-57. Mountaineer point guard Kobe Johnson had a career-high 19 points, six rebounds, and five assists. What's up next for the Mountaineers? Well, they'll face SMU in the Fort Myers tip-off on Monday, game time, 8.30 p.m. We'll have all of that, the pregame and all the action here on the Watchdog Network. Major League Baseball named their managers of the year yesterday. In the American League, Baltimore Orioles skipper Brandon Hyde is the winner after leading the Orioles to an American League best 101 wins. In the National League, Skip Shoemaker of the Florida Marlins takes home the trophy. He led the Marlins to an 84-78 record and their first postseason berth since the shortened 2020 pandemic season. College football playoff rankings, Georgia jumps ahead of Ohio State to the number one spot. Ohio State drops to number two. Number three is Michigan, and Florida State rounds out the top four. There are two weeks remaining in the regular season. Slatter on Sports Time, 7.56. Four before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Coming up next hour, Chad Falma is going to join us. He's the vice mayor of the city of William, wants to be the mayor. And um, his official announcement last night, uh, apparently a large group of, what they say, local dignitaries, business leaders, and elected officials all were on hand. And, and that included Mayor Elliott, the current mayor who is term limited, can't run again. But he uh, introduced Chad Thalman and uh, had, had high praise for him. So it sounds like uh, the current mayor has picked his horse to ride. You know what? And I'm going to give uh, kudos to the mayor. I like that. I mean, he was in a tough spot. I mean, I bet it was very uncomfortable. 
I don't want to put words in his mouth, but okay, you sat on a council with these folks since the beginning. Like you said, Howard, you had to have struck up some kind of uh, relationship. And he said, no, I, I think Chad Thalman is the best candidate. And, and, he, and he said that and he, he stood by it. And so, I, don't, I don't fault him for that. I mean, I, no, I, I, it, it, it surprises me because, again, they've got a number of months still to work together and it will make it awkward a little bit, you know, on council now. Uh, it was going to be awkward anyways with two members of council both running for the, the same position. But Elliot having now, um, I, although I think everybody kind of assumed that that's where he was going to put his interest. But I'm with you. I, I know. If, if you that's have, my boy. What are you talking about? That's my boy. We came in here. We're going to continue. What is it, Howard, the catchphrase? We're going to continue. Continue the comeback. There you go. Continue. I mean, that, and that, that's what Tallman is running on. That's his phrase. Continue the comeback. Uh, which is really basically saying, Elliot's done a good job. Let me continue what he's been doing. Now, I, I'm i not going to pick a candidate right now. I've said before, I'm just not sure. But I do think that there's a lot to be said for continuing the comeback. I think this city has advanced further, done more things in terms of business activity, in terms of uh, improvements to the community, uh, and in terms of being more socially progressive, that I care about that, than we've seen any any city council in the past. These last seven years have been, a, the city has just advanced tremendously. And I give the credit to Elliot and Thalman and the council members and, of course, to Bob Heron. But they've worked as a good cohesive unit. You know, thank God they got Bob Heron doing that work. He's the best. You know, no, he, no offense, Rick Healy. You'll be the best when Bob retires, but uh, Bob Aaron, he's you the know, best. You need uh, the, 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 uh, the council members are the idea generators, and that's the way it's supposed to be. They're the, 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 the council was the big picture people, right? And then they need someone who knows how to implement the things they want to implement, and that's what Bob Aaron does. They've got a tremendously good group working there. Um, and I give him a ton of credit. Sounds like you're sold, Howard. Sold, sold, sold. Sold, 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 if Jim Freo would say. All right, it's uh, 8 o'clock here on the Watchdog Morning Show. We'll talk to Chad Thalman coming up in the next hour of the show, plus uh, a little bit on the Christmas parade. And, Bob, i got some Pepsi stuff to talk about. Keep Pepsi that Pepsi news. away from me, Howard. Pepsi news. Starting to break. I was going to bring you some Pepsi this morning, and I thought, no, that just wouldn't be fair. I was going to bring some in. I didn't bring any for myself either, but uh, that's coming up in the next hour of the show. It's just about 8 o'clock, and ABC is covering the world for us right now. Big shot. Big shot. Big shot. FM 98.1, AM 1600, WKKX Wheeling. FM 97.7, AM 1370, WVLY Moundsville. From ABC News, I'm Sherry Preston. Israel's ground offensive against Hamas has now moved into the besieged hospital where the IDF insists Hamas fighters are operating out of tunnels underneath. ABC's Matt Gutman is in Tel Aviv with the latest. This morning, the Israeli military raiding Al-Shifa Hospital, the largest in Gaza, calling it a precise and targeted operation against Hamas in a specified area in the Shifa Hospital. 
and releasing videos they say show troops operating on the ground before entering the hospital, where thousands of Palestinians are believed to be sheltering, according to the Hamas-run Ministry of Health. Though Hamas has denied it operates around al-Shifa, the Pentagon saying it declassified U.S. intelligence supporting Israel's claims about Hamas's use of hospitals. There was a big rally in support of Israel on Tuesday in Washington, but there were protests outside the fundraiser President Biden was holding in San Francisco. ABC's Karen Travers is at the Asian Pacific Summit in San Francisco with more on the president's meeting today with Chinese President Xi Jinping. China's relationship with Iran will be part of the discussion President Biden will have with China's President Xi today. The White House says it wants China to use its influence over Iran to get Tehran to rein in proxy attacks against U.S. forces and stop Iran from taking any action that could lead to an expansion of the Israel-Hamas war. China is Iran's top purchaser of oil, and the Biden administration sees that as giving the Chinese significant leverage over Tehran. Karen Travers, ABC News, traveling with the president in San Francisco. House passage of a short-term spending bill to avert a government shutdown overshadowed a bit by fighting literally this time among House Republicans on Capitol Hill. Congressman Tim Burchett saying that former Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy elbowed him during an interview with NPR. All of it caught on tape. Oh, what kind of chicken move is that? You're, you're pathetic. Yeah, McCarthy denies it. Burchett is one of eight Republicans who helped wrest the Speaker's gavel from McCarthy last month. This is ABC News. Why choose a Sleep Number Smart Bed? Because no two people sleep the same. Only the Sleep Number Smart Bed lets you each choose your individual firmness and comfort your Sleep Number setting. The Climate 360 Smart Bed is so smart, it actively cools or warms up to 13 degrees on either side for your ideal sleep temperature. J.D. Power now ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. During our Black Friday sale, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. To find a store near you, visit sleepnumber.com. Ah, I'm so stressed about my business not being ready for the holidays. Uma. What is that? Meditation? I'm recommending the Uma cloud phone system with auto attendant and more than 35 features. Uma? Yep. Switching to Uma is a cinch. Starts at $19.95 per month per user, plus taxes and fees. Uma. Now you're feeling it. Visit Uma.com. That's O-O-M-A dot com to learn more. Uma. Smart communications for the smarter business. Police in Las Vegas.